From Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. A new treatment program designed to help people recover from illness and addiction is underway, and it's a partnership between Upstate University Hospital and the centers at St. Camillus. Here to explain how it works are Nurse Kelly Moosey, Assistant Director of Transitional Care at Upstate, and Nurse Suzanne Wheeler, Case Manager in the Department of Transitional Care. Welcome to you both. Thank Thank you. you. Now, if I understand correctly, this is a program that began with a grant, um, $2.1 million grant from CNY Care Collaborative. Can you tell us how that came about, Kelly? Sure. So we had identified in Upstate um, Medical University that we had a large population of patients who were coming in for infections, endocarditis, overdose, um, who had chronic chronic disease, and also an opioid addiction. So many of those patients needed to be on six to eight weeks of long-term antibiotics, and there was really no way to discharge them. Many of them have um, a central line, or a pick line is what it's called, that's inserted directly into their vein, and there's concerns about letting people with addiction disorders out into communities with those pick lines. So what would happen is they would come in and they would remain at Upstate, either at our um, downtown campus or our community campus for about six to eight weeks. So once they started feeling better, maybe like around week two or three, they would be bored. There's really nothing for them to do. A lot of them were young. And so we would have these people that were just sitting here for three weeks. In addition to being bored, they weren't really getting any addiction treatment. So I reached out to somebody that I knew at St. Camillus and um, threw out the possibility that maybe St. Camillus Upstate Hospital, and then some of our community support agencies, um, ACR Health and CMY Services, that maybe the four of us could come up with some kind of program that would allow them to get their initial treatment here and then be transferred over to St. Camillus, where they would subsequently get addiction treatment and complete their course of care. So it's it, it helps the people that have an addiction uh, that they're working on and it frees up hospital beds. Yeah. Sort of a win-win. Yeah, that's been a real advantage for us. Um, so far, our hospital itself has saved about 605 bed days, which has allowed us to admit an additional 104 people and saved us about $700,000, give or take. In addition, we've had 40 people since April complete the program, and about 98% of them have remained in um, some kind of addiction treatment once they left St. Camilla. So... So how big of a problem is, because this is for opioid addiction only, correct? We've expanded the program um, and looked at patients with all substance use disorders. So um, the other big population that we have are people with alcohol abuse. Um, We've also looked at people with cocaine addictions, and some other substance abuse disorders. We have a lot of polysubstance abuse patients where um, they'll use just about any psychopharmacological drug out there. So it's a it's still a continuing need. There's a lot of patients that that would qualify for this. Correct. Okay. On any given day, we probably have between 30 and 40 patients in the hospital that have identified substance use disorders. Okay. And then how many people uh, can you fit into the program? Right now, we have five beds allotted at St. Camillus. 
um, due to their patient load, these patients require more intensive nursing care and um, community partners, uh, ACR Health and CNY Services, their staffing for the program limits the number of patients that can be served properly at the facility. But it's all, always rotating. Like some of those five may be discharged and then those beds open up. And, Correct. Right. Yeah. And we usually have somebody slated to fill that bed when someone is discharged. Okay. Well, let's talk about how the program actually works in practice. If you have a patient at Upstate um, University Hospital who you think would qualify for this, what, what type of patient would that be? So in order to qualify for the program, they have to have an identified substance use disorder. They have to be willing to participate in the program. So it's voluntary. It is voluntary. We do have some patients that do not wish to seek any substance use treatment. They want to receive their medical care and then be discharged back to the community. They also have to have a skilled nursing need in order for their insurance to cover the cost of the program. So skilled nursing needs would be something like IV antibiotics, um, therapy needs, physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy. Um, We also have a patient over there right now um, that has a burn that requires extensive wound care. Okay, all right. So once a person um, qualifies, then a bed has to open up. Correct. So once we've identified a person and they look like they're going to meet the criteria to go, we have two community partners that um, work at the program as well. ACR Health does the basically the discharge planning for the patients. Um, they set up all of their treatment needs after discharge. They can help patients with housing. They can help patients with getting Social Security or getting um, other uh, needs met while they're in the program. Then CNY Services provides substance abuse and mental health counseling to the patients while they're there. So both those agencies come to the hospital and screen the patients in the hospital to make sure they're appropriate. They do a really in-depth psychosocial assessment of the patients. Um, And then St. Camillus has to assess the patients to make sure they have enough needs that the insurance is going to cover their stay um, and that they can meet their needs once they're there. Neither Suzanne or I um, have a strong background in addiction. We're both case managers and nurses for the transitional care department. So we really needed the supports of people who had uh, specialty in addiction so that they really could come in and make sure that we're picking appropriate patients to be in the nursing home population. So how long are they at St. Camillus? Anywhere from four to six weeks, the majority of them on average. This is Upstate's HealthLink on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, and I'm talking with a couple of nurses from Upstate, Nurse Kelly Musi, she's the Assistant Director of Transitional Care, and Nurse Suzanne Wheeler, she's a case manager in the Department of Transitional Care, about a program partnership between Upstate University Hospital and the centers at St. Camillus. So this is a, a voluntary program. 
why would someone benefit from participating? I mean, what, how do you sell this to someone? For patients that have substance use disorders, um, this is generally their second or third admission to the hospital with some type of extremely serious condition. Um, I have a gentleman right now in the hospital. This is his third bout of endocarditis, which is a heart infection directly related to IV drug use. Um, and these patients do die. Um, so, you know, number one, they are looking to get treatment for their medical conditions. Um, and then it's a lot of selling the program based on having supports while they're at St. Camillus um, and being get, receiving their initial treatment and referrals to longer-term programs once they get discharged from St. Camillus. They've completed their medical treatment, but they still need very intensive either inpatient or outpatient substance abuse treatment. So this is kind of a bridge to get them to that long-term program. Um, and then lastly, um, being at St. Camillus is certainly preferable to sitting in the hospital. They have much more freedom at St. Camillus. Um, you know, here in the hospital, they're kind of stuck in their room or they can walk the hallways. Um, at St. Camillus, they have um, a physical therapy gym that even if the patients aren't receiving therapy, they can use the gym. Um, the uh, peer engagement specialist from ACR Health takes them to their doctor's appointments. If they need a trip to Walmart, they can run them over to Walmart. Um, they've taken them to the Social Security office. They've taken them to get... Um, IDs at the DMV because these are patients that may have lost all of their belongings. They may be homeless and they need certain things in order to be successful after they leave the hospital. So it allows them to get some of these needs met while they're still getting the treatments that they need, both medical and psychosocial. So this has been ongoing since April 2018, and you said there's about 40 people who've gone through this successfully. Um, I wanted to ask both of you, does it feel like this program is having an impact and making a difference in people's lives? I think so. I mean, we have heard from the pe from the participants in the program that they're so thankful and that they wouldn't have made it you know, they wouldn't have made it if they didn't participate in the program. We have a really, really good um, retention rate for people remaining in addiction treatment. So I think that, you know, you, the um, people from CMY Services and ACR Health are have offices right at St. Camilla's. So they're really there with them, you know, five days a week, every day, building relationships with them. So I think that ongoing support and having people by their side for that long of a period of time really you know, really helps people feel supported and taken care of. And to know that when they leave there, they're still going to be connected with those people, I think really helps people remain positive and connected to the program. So what are some of the options for people once they complete the program? Are they still involved with? Yes, um, that's kind of the role that ACR Health uh, Place. So ACR Health, like Suzanne said, will, you know, see them in their clinics if they need to. They'll help them find uh, appropriate housing. It's very, it, it's very difficult if you 
came from a situation where there was substance abuse to return to that setting. So they help them find alternative housing if need be. They see them on an ongoing basis. They set them up with ongoing counseling, whether it be NA or whether they need individual counseling. So they remain active in their life. And the grant was set up so that they would remain active in their life for a six-month period of time. So when all is said and done, they have six months post-discharge. They have four to six weeks at St. Camillus. So you know, it's a good period of time that they remain clean, hopefully. And you mentioned NA, that's Narcotics Narcotics Anonymous, Anonymous yeah. And that's sort of um, designed to prevent or prevent relapse? Yeah. Okay. It's okay. a community support tool that some patients take advantage of. Um, we also, for our patients that have narcotic addiction, oftentimes we will start them on Suboxone or Subutex, um, Prior to discharge from the hospital, um, St. Camillus has a provider that can prescribe that there at the facility. Um, and that's and for detoxification? Or? It's to, um, it's an opiate agonist so that it reduces the cravings for okay. um, the drugs. Um, so ACR Health can get them set up with a Suboxone provider after discharge. Most of these folks don't have a primary care provider. That's very important. They can get them set up with that. Um, and um, we've also sent somebody, a couple people to inpatient programs. Um, we've been very fortunate. One of our biggest success stories was one of our first patients, and we actually got her into a program via Road to Recovery down in Texas and um, you know that she was one of those patients that was not expected to live um, and was at St. Camillus for almost three months due to her infections and the difficulty in treating them and she's doing amazingly well. So this really sounds like it can be a way to uh, help someone turn their life around. And Absolutely. Um, we've had one gentleman that relapsed um, came back to upstate. We got him right back over to St. Camillus, and he's doing very well because we were able to get him connected with people that cared, that people he knew, and we we're able to take a look at what caused the relapse and take steps to prevent that again. We certainly um, don't tout ourselves as an inpatient addiction program because it's it's really different it's it's sort of a hybrid it's giving them some support that they wouldn't get while they're while they're having their complex medical sure. needs so if we feel like they need inpatient um, addiction services after they leave St. Camillus and we'll certainly set them up with that but it's certainly a better alternative to the four weeks that they were wasting at our hospital and getting no support at all well, thank you both so much for coming in and explaining this. My guests have been Nurse Kelly Musi, Assistant Director of Transitional Care at Upstate, and Nurse Suzanne Wheeler, Case Manager in the Department of Transitional Care. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, HealthLink on Air.